welcome to the Yard Talk Podcast. Today is Monday, September 21st, and we are talking anything and everything sports today. How you doing, guys? You know, Joe, it's been a it's been a big rough day for me around here. But you I know, lost a lot of money. So let me just get into this. Uh, our morale is kind of low. <laughs> it's the uh, least. <laughs> we're we're not feeling great. So let me just give you a quick update on why. Um, the bets didn't go well. They didn't. Um, Bryson DeChambeau, our least favorite golfer in the world, won the U.S. Open for his first major. God damn it. And we are just not clicking as a group. So it's just, it's hasn't been the best day, but we're here to uh, cheer us up, you know, talk, get excited about the next week. You know, it's, it's, it's all about looking forward to the next week. And that's what we're going to do. So we're going to start off with a new segment. It's called, it's called Shit's Creek. I may remind you of the TV show. And we're going to talk about a player or a situation that just went down the drain, just down the toilet, did not end up well. And so I'm going to start with maybe the worst quarterback performance I've ever personally watched. And one of the worst ones we've seen in a long time in primetime Kirk Cousins. And that will be the last time I ever put the word prime time before Kirk Cousins. Because that was an absolute disgrace, as Kyle would say, to the game of football. And it was it was just pathetic. It was pathetic. I, I cannot believe someone who gets paid that much money to do their job would come out against the Indianapolis Colts, who just lost to the Jaguars, who everyone thought was going to be the worst team of all time. And he comes out against the Indianapolis Colts and just gets absolutely obliterated. Three interceptions. I think it was less than 100 yards. I, d- I didn't even want to look at his stats. I was so embarrassed. I picked the Vikings for my Connect Four, was feeling really good about him, and then he does that. So Kirk Cousins is dead to me. Okay. I'm pretty sure at one point he was like six for 20 with three picks in like 58 yards. Yeah, he was. Yeah, so that is uh, that just gives you – proof to what I was just saying of that was one of the worst quarterback performances I've ever witnessed with my face. Um, so let's, let's move on from that. And I'm going to try and get Kirk out of my head from now on. So for my shits Creek, you know, it's, it's one of those turds that's actually just swirling around the toilet. It's not there yet, but we all know it's going to go down. And that is the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles have now lost to the Washington football team. They've lost to the Rams, and that was, you know, by, by what, 18 points? Yeah, just about. And, yeah, so let's just go down their schedule. So next week they play the Bengals, and my God, if they don't win, they will go 0-6 because then they go at the Niners, who are hurt, but, you know, you never know because the way they're playing, they're going to lose. Then they play at Pittsburgh and then against Baltimore. The Eagles have a chance of being 0-6 or 1-5, still terrible, still pieces of turds, and I don't know where it's going right now. I don't know what's happening. Um, I know Sanders is still kind of hurt. Wentz is not the same. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to all of our Eagles fans out there, but it's not going to be a good season, man. Um, just just pray it goes by quickly and Godspeed. You know what's worse than the Eagles? Golfer Danny Lee on the 18th hole at the U.S. Open. This man had a four-foot putt. Four foot. All you have to do is tap it in. Just like Happy Gilmore, just tap it in. And this man six putted 
to record a quintuple bogey nine. Absolutely brutal. The man quit after doing that. He quit. He quit the tournament. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. get much worse than that. That's that's not... something that you do with with your buddies on the course. You like, you just like I I can't do this anymore, and you just kind of like mess around with a few putts and walk off the golf course. You don't really do that at, you know, one of the most famous golf events in the world, and then you just forfeit a ton of money and just leave. So that's not something you normally see. I don't think any of us have ever like six putted to the point where we're like what within six feet like you almost have to try at that point <laughs> yeah. like you're just going back and forth it's like I, I haven't done that have you guys i know which but no. i've also never put on wing foot green so i'll give him a little bit of credit not much yeah, true. But a little bit all right my shit's creek isn't really directed at any specific professional player but as us as a group of whole my fantasy team I have two fans teams. When 0-2, Brendan got shit on. Everything in the NFL just got busted up with our parlay loss. Our bets were losing. We had nothing going for us. Freaking Kirk Cousins sucks again. Justin Herbert <laughs> didn't make a start today, ladies and gentlemen. Just saying. We'll get into it. What else happened? Bryson fucking DeChambeau wins. Guys, Take like, one is hurt. Christian McCaffrey Everything. went down on my team. It's just nothing's working right now, boys. We need something. Where are the shit's creek? We should read not only, <laughs> not only did Bryson win, he fairly won and beat our boy Maddie Wolf. That just furiates me. It's yeah, just- so so it's again, Coop. I like that. I like that. We as a group were the shits creek today. That's pretty. That's pretty accurate. But you know, again, I'm I'm really looking forward to next week because your best week always comes when you're least expecting it. And I have never expected anything less in my life than right now. So yeah, this is gonna be it's gonna be a good week. So I'm looking forward to it. All right, let, let's get into this. Uh, let's do some NFL recap, and we'll try to be more positive than what we are actually thinking. All right, we'll start us off with the Giants-Bears. Bears pulled this one out 17-13. Daniel Jones was 25 for 40 for 241 yards and a pick. Trubitsky was 18 for 20, 190 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Not good for anyone in the fantasy football world. The Saquon going out, out for the year with a torn ACL. So that's just a big fat bummer for the Giants. Uh, so, so which which of us picked that game for a pick 'em points game? I picked the Giants. I also picked the Giants. I think I had Bears. Bears. Oh, good win, buddy. Good win. Trubisky. Trubisky. Never have faith in Trubisky. <laughs> the Bears suck. They're two and zero. They suck, and they will continue to suck, and I am on the Bears suck train. All right, next we got the Falcons and Cowboys. The Cowboys pulled this one out late, 40-39. Matt Ryan was 24 for 36, 273 yards, four touchdowns. Dak Prescott was 34 for 47, 450 yards and a touchdown. Calvin Ridley had seven receptions for 109 yards and two touchdowns. Dallas went ballistic at the end of the game to win. This was absolutely insane. Like I, I'd written them off, and then I, that onside kick. It was like I, I think it was Chris uh, Chris Collinsworth tonight in the Sunday Night Football game. He was talking about. He goes, "It looked like a U.S. Open putt that someone just hit it, and then it started turning left for no reason, and then it got to the ten yard mark, and the Cowboys jumped on it. It was insane." I got a question. Why the hell did no one jump on that football for the Falcons? 
Yeah, like because they, they just they watched it. Yards. They, they just watched it get ten yards. Yeah, there's no their their special teams unit is getting demolished this week. Yeah, like, they're getting in the fill room. They're about to get fisted because it's going to be real ugly in there. They're just going to pull up that that clip and be like, okay, so you could have jumped on it here. Uh, you could have jumped on it here. Oh yeah, yeah, you here, you here. Oh wait, so why did none of us jump on it then? <laughs> and that, that's just, my question. And they just watched it go ten yards to lose the game. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, the Falcons are just used to blowing leads. Not only that, they gave up, or they have given up, over 80 points in the past two games. Their defense is in the shits creek, too. Yes, they are. The Cowboys, though, have lost so many times to late field goals, especially in the playoffs. So it's about time that they're on the other end of it, though. No, we don't like Cowboys here. I know we don't like the Cowboys, but by luck and odds, it's just bound to happen. This just gave their their fans hope and then they'll just crush it again oh so they'll go nine and eight instead of eight and eight this year yeah yeah maybe, maybe they'll get that seven seed in the uh playoffs the new seven seed and then just get absolutely demolished by who would they play i don't know the seahawks they'll just keep crushed all right next we got lions packers packers pull this one out 42 21 obliterated the spread Stafford was 20 for 33, 244 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Aaron Rodgers was 18 for 30, 240 yards and two touchdowns. Jones had 18 carries, 168 yards and two touchdowns. What do you guys think? Um, the Lions are very bad at football and the Packers are good at football. I think the Packers are one of the best teams in the NFC. Kyle, how'd you, how'd you like your Packers today? Let me tell you, I am very happy with the offense. They are very much in sync. Like, you can always tell how they're going to do on the first drive. And then the first drive, very scary today. They, it was god-awful. And then they turned it around towards the half. And normally, good teams will just close them out and not let them catch up. But that Lions team just let them run right over them. So I am worried about the defense for them. But the offense, looking good so far. And I'm pretty sure Devontae – has a hamstring injury so yes he does could be bad the lions also play or the packers also have played the lions and the worst team in the nfl history uh, minnesota vikings so <laughs> so they haven't played anyone so i want to see I, I again i mean like Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback but i want to see what he can do against a real defense next week they got the saints Ooh, there it is sunday night football it's gonna be a good one all right, next we got Jaguars, Titans. Titans, unfortunately, pulled this one out 33-30. Gardner Minshew, man, 30 for 45, 339 yards passing, three touchdowns, two picks, both of which were tipped. So that's just an unfortunate break for him. Ryan Tannehill was 18 for 24, 239 yards, four touchdowns. Henry got held to 84 yards on 25 carries. Gardner Minshew, man, with this team that he has – like, what's going on here? So, after last week, like, I know we all got on the, like, Minshew hype, Minshew mania, Jacksonville hype train. And, like, most of it was just because I was like, that's awesome. Like, they were supposed to be the worst team ever, and they came out and won. But after this game, even though they lost, like, I think they may go, like, 8-8. Eight and eight, And that is absolutely insane for this team. If they pull out eight wins or anywhere, anything more than five, this team is an immense success. So, I'm really looking forward to see what they do. And if they find a way to make the playoffs – Man, that's that's a feel-good story right there. And I can't tell if it's the Jaguars just being, you know, the, the whole Minshew mania train. But are the Titans not as good as last year? Am I wrong? I know it's just two games, but 
I, mean, I don't think the Titans were good last year, and they somehow – I don't think so either. Championship, so I haven't seen I anything think, from Henry in the past two games, so I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's only two games again. I but. think people typed, uh, hopped on the Ryan Tannehill train, and he's not a good quarterback in my opinion. I mean, look at his day-to-day. He had a great day-to-day. Yeah, what, but like – 230 yards, four TDs? Yeah, I guess. He threw the ball 24 times, though. That's I nothing. Guess, yeah, I mean – but it's their offense. Like he, he, he's a great fit for their offense. If he yeah, have that's what I'm saying. He's just not – he's he fits in their offense good. He's just not a good – if you put him on any other team, he sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, well, I mean, we'll see what they do again. I, I think the uh, – but that, that division – here's the thing, though. With that division, you got the Titans, and then you have the Jags, who are one and one. You have um, – Texans. The, the Texans, who have literally have the worst start to an NFL season I've ever seen. They go cheap. Then there's the Colts. Yeah, and then Colts, who I think suck. I'm not sure, but I think they suck. So, mm-hmm. like, man, like that, that is open. That division's open. We'll see. We thought they were tanking, but I don't know yet, especially because they play Miami and the Bengals in the next upcoming weeks. So, they could be 3-1. and one. If the Jags are 3-1, and one, like, they, they were supposed to be tanking for Trevor, and then now mm-hmm. they're not. So, who's getting They don't need him. They don't need him. Yeah, no. <laughs> Mitch is a starter. They're going to ride with him. How many – there's 16 games in the season, right? Did yep. the CBA change that? Or I think it's still 16, right? Yeah. You want to hear something crazy? I think the Jaguars are going to go 16-0 against the spread this year. I think that's almost impossible, but I think they may Why be – Why is that the, impossible? I don't think anyone's ever done that. Yeah, yeah I know. they're going to change as they win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they keep – all right, I kind of retract that statement, but, like, if they keep giving <laughs> these spreads, they're going 16-0. and Like, come on. Like I think they'll – I think they'll go like fourteen and two if they keep giving these. Well, who, who, do they play like any tough, tough teams? Baltimore. Yeah. All right, the spread's probably gonna be like twenty, and they're obviously gonna cover that. No, they won't. <laughs> they won't do more than twenty if they're covering these spreads, like against them. I'm, they're they're gonna start Pittsburgh. rigging the system. They're just gonna put spreads down. Yeah, I would say they're going at least three fourths to win their spreads. I like that. They're gonna get 10, 10 at least. Yeah. All right, next we got Vikings Colts. God. Colts win this one 28 <laughs> 11. Colts cover by three or with the three point spread. Kirk Cousins was 11 for 23, 113 freaking yards, and three picks. Are you kidding me? I don't even want to talk about the other players in this game. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Kirk Cousins is an absolute disgrace in the words of Kyle Bushausen. That man, this was supposed to be the lock of the week. And he goes out there playing like Johnny Manziel. This is the Johnny Manziel when he was a shit turd for the Browns, okay? My God, not only did he just do awful. It's like he was like in those TikToks where, you know, people throw the ball and it's about 10 yards to the left of them. He actually made that true tonight. And Dalvin Cook didn't do jack squat. The Minnesota Vikings are dead to me and they owe me a massive amount of money. So I, I don't know I don't know if this tells us more about the Colts or more about the Vikings. Um, maybe like again it was Rivers' first week last week. I don't have much faith, but I mean like maybe maybe he is better than we thought he was last week. But I think it tells us more about the Vikings because they suck. Like they 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 are the team that came back. They have the experience. They have the chemistry, and they are still awful. So I don't know what happened to them in the off season. Maybe Kirk. I don't know. Like lo- like lost all feeling in his arm. That could be a problem for a quarterback to have those kind of stats. But that's – I I am 
but I don't even know what the spread's going to be. I think they sh- their spread should be around minus 14 or plus 14 next week because that's awful. Yeah, this is uh, kind of a bold take. If you take away Tannehill, I feel like the Vikings and the Titans are almost the same team where they were just so reliant on their defense and on their heavy run game. Yeah. And all of a sudden this year, it's just not the same. It's, honest, it's still two games it's in, but that's what it looks like. It's because teams have figured it out. Last year, like, mm-hmm. they couldn't really find an answer for Tannehill and Henry, and now they figure it out. Like, they're, yeah. like, come on. All right, next we got the Bills, Dolphins. Bills won this one 31-28. Didn't cover the freaking spread. I don't know how. <laughs> Josh Allen was 24 for 35, 417 yards, four touchdowns. Fitzmagic was 31 for 47, 330. 28 yards and two touchdowns. Diggs had eight receptions for 153 yards and a touchdown. The freaking Bills disappointed me, man. I went back-to-back weeks, and they disappointed me. They, they gave away that free touchdown, you know, at the end that I was talking about that I said the uh, – this is why before, the, before this uh, – or the last podcast, I said, I think I'm going with the Bills, but I think they're going to lose this bet. And this is the exact reason, because I thought they were just going to give up a stupid touchdown at the end to blow the spread to Fitzmagic, who was trying to do something magic and it wasn't going to work. So the Bills win, but an unfortunate circumstance for our spread situation there. I know that there's a spread going on, but how the hell do you win by three points to the Miami Dolphins? Yeah, Joe, I mean, the defense should be good for Buffalo. Like, they're one of the top-rated defenses in the league, and they're – take away that one touchdown. They're still giving up 21. I mean, New England gave up, what, 11 to them, and yeah. most of their defense was out. Yeah, so that's definitely uh, – trust me, that is definitely worrisome for the Bills. I'm not taking this as like, oh, yeah, we won. I mean, it's not great looking, but I'm just enjoying being atop the AFC East for the first time in, uh, I don't know, like 85 years. So, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> really, just don't take this away from me, please. Just let me have it for a couple more weeks. Well, I will give it to you, Joe, all right? Cool. All right, next we got Niners-Jets. Niners destroyed the Jets 31-13. Sam Darnold was 21 for 32, 179 yards and a touchdown. Jimmy G, 14 for 16, 131 yards and two touchdowns. But the, the 49ers, they just – they could not figure out how to stay healthy in this game, man. Just way too many people got hurt. Way too many. Did, did you see the defensive end? Yes, or, I did I think see that. tackle blamed it on the turf. Yes. Dude. That's actually I mean, a thing, though. I actually I, have learned that. But, I mean, they've played there, like, for, what, like, a year or two now? Like, shouldn't that be known? Well, they maybe it is known. They just, like, said it again, like, fix the freaking turf. Is it all the pivots that they make? Like, so yeah, it's just so, like, cracking the ankle yes. and so, like, the if knee you, injuries? Like, okay. So, like, in the, in the harder turf, if you, like, put your cleat into it, it won't move. So, like, mm-hmm. what, but what happened to Bosa is he got his cleat caught in the turf and couldn't get it out because it's just so firm. Yeah, I mean, so like, they ugly. lost – yeah, they're down four of their top players. Like, I'm pretty sure Kittle's out. I'm pretty sure it's for a short span of time. But Jimmy G's out. Mostert's out. Uh, Bosa. Bosa's out. Like, Bosa's the Niners. ACL. They just announced it. So he's done. Done. How are the Niners going to come in last yeah. in that division? They're, they're going to be behind the Cardinals. Like, after going to the Super Bowl, they're literally going to come in last. And yeah. they may even go 8-8, eight and eight and they're still going to come in last. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's tough. It's going to be a rough year. Especially seeing it this week, I think partially it has to do with, like, the huge break. Because, like, if you think about it, like, week one is, like, you're getting the bumps. And now it's, like, you're you're recovering from week one. So your body's not as healthy, if that makes sense. 
yeah, going into week two. I feel bad because I'm a Seahawks fan, and I look forward to those games every year. Like last year, those games were insane. Seahawks Niners is just prime time. I think it was like the Sunday night game and maybe the Thursday night game, but high scoring, good defense, and we won't get that this year. It just won't be the same. Nope. All right, next we got Rams Eagles. Rams pulled this one out, thirty-seven nineteen to cover the spread. Goff was twenty for twenty-three, two hundred sixty-seven yards, three touchdowns. Wentz twenty-six for forty-three. 242 yards and two picks. Higby, five receptions, 54 yards, three touchdowns. That's the Eagles suck. Someone's fantasy reach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Eagles suck again, obviously. And, man, do the Rams look good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pleasantly surprised by the Rams. I thought the Eagles were going to be a lot better than they are. But, yeah, the Rams look good. Rams-Bills next week, those are my two favorite teams, so it's going to be tough rooting against one of them, but go Bills. Yeah, it's going to be a good team. Uh, Eagles need to look better. Rams look good, especially because of the offense. Usually they were so reliant on the defense, but now Goff is out there. He looks comfortable. He's confident. I like it. I think the Seahawks – oh, sorry. I was going to say, who's the the main running back for the Rams now? Is it Akers? No, he got hurt today. He got hurt today. It's Akers, right? It's Anderson, and then uh, I forget. The, I think his name's like Malcolm Brown or something like that. Oh yeah. yeah. You All right, guys next. think? What's you up guys now? think that the uh, Seahawks is going to be the Seahawks and then Rams versus Cardinals? Whoever wins that series. I I think the Seahawks are the best in the division. I'm not sure. Like I don't really know what to think of the Cardinals yet. I really don't know. We're also two games into the season, guys. That's true. <laughs> yeah, so two games in the season, I can officially call the Seahawks as NFC West champions. Guarantee it. I think they're better than the Rams together, but I just think – I think it's close. I think the Rams have a much better defense after seeing Seattle tonight. But I agree. I, yeah. All right, next we got Panthers, Buccaneers. Buccaneers blew the Panthers out of the water 31-17. Teddy Bridgewater was 33 for 42, 367 yards and two picks. Tom Brady, 23 for 35, 217 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Christian McCaffrey had 60 yards and a touchdown. Fournette with 12 carries, 103 yards, and two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey went down, and does it hurt my fantasy team so much? Because if he's not there, I'm screwed. Many many people are screwed if McCaffrey's not there for him. So. Including me. <laughs> 50 times over. It's crazy how the two – the two best running backs are out right now. That's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. the best wide receiver. Tom Brady looked good today, though. So, good to see he's got with his new offense. We'll see what he does next week. All right, next we got Washington football team and the Cardinals. Cardinals pulled this one out 30-15. to 15. Dwayne Haskins was 19 for 33, 223 yards and one touchdown. Kyler Murray was 26 for 38, 268 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Arizona – Man, do they look good. I, I Like I just said, I do. I have no idea what to think of the uh, Cardinals. And so give me three more weeks before I comment on anything on them. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. Murray looked good, though. Um, give like two or three more games, and we'll see. And Hopkins was a good addition for them. So I'm happy to see that they got uh, the, the better part of that trade. Oh, yeah, they did. Houston's struggling, man. All right, next we got Broncos Steelers. Steelers pulled this one out 26-21. Drew Locke went down early, so Driscoll came in. 18 for 34, 243 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Big Ben was 29 for 41, 311 yards and one interception. 
James Conner had 16 carries, 106 yards, and a touchdown. That was tough for the Broncos to see Judy and Locke going down. Tough week. Yeah, so I want to address mainly Kyle on this one because I was texting him, but Brendan picked him too. So, Brendan, go ahead and listen. But at the end of the game, the uh, the Steelers up five. The spread sets six and a half, and the Steelers get into the red zone, and they take a knee. All they need to do is kick a little field goal for you guys. They're right there, a little chip shot, and they just take a little knee, and the spread covers. Had it all day long, no questions about it. How does it feel, Kyle? How does it feel? Why would you go all the way down there just to kneel? Like you could have done, you could have stopped like twenty-five yards earlier. <laughs> like they were out of timeouts. Like, it, it, it's the icing on the cake. They wanted Kyle. to give, they wanted to give you hope, and then just step on it. Just, just let you know that they're not hitting the spread. Like well, I'm used to getting screwed over, but that's just such a beta move. Like go and <laughs> shove points down their throat. I don't want you to win by what five. One by eight, just humiliate them. God, yeah, that pisses me off. It's not like it's a division rival where you're going to see them again. Like, this is like a, mm. hey, like, you suck. Maybe maybe try better, harder next year, you know? I don't know. I think it was a great move. I uh, I loved no it. About it. Yeah, it was a wonderful move. Very sportsmanlike. It was great. Yeah, very kind. The Denver Broncos, though, have gotten very lucky against the spread the last two games. That is two now. <laughs> they have bar- like, barely raped by on the, on the spread. You know what? I now hate the Denver Broncos. They screwed me <laughs> over twice. So we hate the Chargers. We hate the Broncos. Do we hate, I the, hate Chiefs? the Vikings? Add the Vikings. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, we got the Chiefs Chargers. Chiefs pulled this one out 23 20 in OT. The Chargers did cover the nine-point spread. Justin mother frickin' Herbert, baby. 22 for 33, 311 yards passing, a touchdown on his, with his arm and a touchdown with his feet. And a pick, unfortunately. Patrick Mahomes, though, 27-47, 302 yards and two touchdowns. Boys, it's the Justin frickin' Herbert era. Boys, it's the Justin Herbert era. He is here. You can't run. You can't hide. But my God, he looked good. He came out, and he barely lost to the Chiefs. The Chargers, who barely beat the Bengals last week, came out because, you know what? I don't want to say this because it sounds mean, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm glad Tyra got hurt, you know? <laughs> Give Bolt Gang some hope here. <laughs> Guys, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something. I'm going to go back on, like, the last three, two weeks. I'm not a Chargers fan. I'll never be a Chargers fan. But, man, does Justin Herbert be out there? It makes it so much better because now I just, like, I'm so indifferent to, like, rooting for the Chargers. I just don't want them to win, but, like, I want him to do good. So, like, what do I do here? You got you to gotta root for him, at least for the first year, until, like, the, the newness of it wears off. You, you hope that their defense blows it. Yeah, it's not, like the, it's not like the Raiders are going to do anything other than go eight and eight. So you might as well just hey, watch it there, buddy. Hey, they're yeah, one and zero. Not after but, tomorrow. All right, hey, you don't know right, that. Do you... So I am, I am going to be a little voice of reason here. So I did not go to Oregon. I do not have a personal relationship with Mister Justin Herbert. So Coop made it a comparison to me. He said he's Josh Allen, but better. That was Brendan, but okay. Or, okay, Brendan. Oh, no, one I said, of the Oregon. Josh Allen, but with a brain. Big difference. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, I was, so I was watching, I was watching that game 
And I was starting to agree with you. I was like, man, this kid's got a cannon, absolute cannon. And then he rolls to his left. Yeah. I can run for an easy first down. Yeah. And instead decides to throw it 40 yards downfield into triple coverage and throws a pick. And I said, oh, my God, he's not like Josh Allen. He is Josh Allen. So no, let, me tell, let, no, let me tell you from, no, from someone who's been watching as a Bills fan, it gets better. Josh Allen is having a very good year. And I think his brain is improving each and every year. But if he has mistakes like that, he's going to have to grow out of them and it's going to be painful. See, this is where you're wrong, Joe. Josh, Justin Herbert did that one time. Josh Allen does it five times plus every game. It's not like he did it one time, all right? He made one mistake. It might have cost him the game, to be honest with you. <laughs> the thing I liked about that play, and I've liked about Justin for the past four years watching him play, he goes balls to the wall at every single fucking play. He goes, he, he goes for it all. He doesn't. Oh, I'll take the two-yard first down. No, he's going for the touchdown. He ran, he ran over Tyron Matthew for a first down. He didn't give a fuck if he got hurt. He was going for the first down. That's guys, why I love guys. him. So, so I, maybe it takes like two years of like just losing on plays. You know how you said, oh, that probably cost us the game. Maybe it takes two years of, oh, I guess that probably cost us the game to really value a smart quarterback. But you really start to value the quarterback who will take that two-yard run and then go for the designed long ball rather than just throw something in the triple coverage and hope for the best. Hey, give him a break. Okay. This is first game, hey, man. I will give him a break. I am not saying – Josh Allen has been in the league for three years, and he played the two worst teams in the league Whoa, guys, in the past guys, two weeks. Guys, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but I'm also not – I'm not ign- – oh, like, yeah. I'm not saying he's a god already. I am just saying that he had, he had a big mistake there, probably cost him the game, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does next week. Yeah, I think that was kind of like a like a something that you you can do in college, like just yeah. rolling to your left, throwing it across your body, and somehow finding that receiver and getting away with it. But you really can't do that, especially against the Chiefs. Have you guys yeah. seen uh, "Remember the Titans"? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're saying I it's hope sunny. The, Sunshine. No. no, I no? hope the Chargers don't gain another yard for the rest <laughs> of their existence. See, Kyle, I'm not there anymore. I'm, I'm past that. My boys and I can't be there anymore. Yeah. So how, how is it that the spread is nine and then you hide all week that Tyrod's hurt and all of a sudden you've got Herbert starting on Sunday and no one knows. Cause he was supposed to play. He got hurt right before the oh, game started. Oh, okay. Yeah, how do you get hurt before the game starts? What do you <laughs> choke on some eggs or something? Like what? We all that bet against Tyrod, not against Justin. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's straight. The barstool tweet was so funny. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> what was it from Big Cat? Yeah, he said, he said, "This sucks." I bet against Tyrod, not against Justin. Someone give me my money back. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know how you can be that bad against the worst team in the league in week one and then come out and almost beat the Super Bowl champs. I can tell you right here, Kyle. It makes zero it's sense. Justin freaking Herbert, all right? I've watched this kid from less than 10 feet away every single day in practice. He is a baller. Let me just get that straight. He is a baller, and he's going to win a lot of games as Charger, unfortunately. <laughs> all right, next we got Ravens-Texans. Ravens pulled this one out 33 16, Lamar Jackson, 18 for 24, 204 yards, one touchdown, 
Deshaun Watson, 25 for 36, 275 yards, a touchdown and interception. Ravens combined for 230 yards rushing. Houston is an issue right now, guys. Hopkins isn't there anymore, and it's showing. I feel bad for them, man. I really do. Look the at their like, schedule. They start yeah. out with the, the, the Chiefs and the Ravens. That is, like, by definition, the hardest schedule you can face to start well, the season. Now they're going to the Steelers. So it's like they can't even redeem themselves. It's going to be a tough year. It's going to be a tough year for Deshaun. Opens the door for Jacksonville. Minshew mania. They're going to the, they're going to the offs. All right, then we close it out with the Patriots-Seahawks game. Seahawks pulled this one out 35-30. Cam Newton played well with three touchdowns, one in the air, two on the ground, and a pick. Russell Wilson was 21 for 28, 288 yards, five touchdowns, and one interception. Edelman had eight receptions for 179 yards. White was out, and this was a great game in my opinion. Cam played well. Russ played well. It was just a nice Sunday night football game, in my opinion. It was awesome. Right to the end, too. Man, we Brendan and I were watching it together, and it was uh, it was getting heated there at the end. He was he was yelling at me, telling me to shut up. <laughs> I was just trying to cheer for Cam to cover the spread. I didn't even care if they won, but it would they would have won. But like, yeah, and I was uh, it was a fun game to watch. Those those are the best kind of games, though, when you got your friends screaming at you, and like they're legit, like pissed off yeah Kyle that like was that. last week yeah I mean those are the best kind of games though for like those like two or three hours the intensity after that, rises not gonna lie I looked at Joe with killer instincts like, like I may commit manslaughter if you say one thing badly about the Seahawks again but let me just give you a little insight into what it is being a Seattle Seahawks fan I think it was in the fourth with about you know uh three minutes left Good old Pete Carroll, third and one. This man, you know, you have Chris Carson running the ball well that night. You got Wilson, maybe like a nice little quick out, little slant. No, he goes for a fucking 35-yard pass to lock it. What's the reasoning behind that? This is like, this is this is against the Patriots in the Super Bowl all, all over again. The same team. It's like you could have easily gotten the first down, and then that game's over. You just run out the clock. But no, you give you punt the ball away to Belichick, to Cam, and to the Patriots, and you scare the absolute living shit out of me. <laughs> Brennan, I'm not gonna lie. I thought Cam was gonna get in there at the end. I go that was working all night. What he does is basically, you know, he just waits for that little clearing and then he just hops in. His six five self, who's gonna block him? No one. I was so surprised he didn't get in. Like I'm like, oh, they lost. It was easy. That, that whoever that player was that uh, cut the the fullback and then like got in there. Great play, great play. Yeah, yeah. I mean Jamal Save put a lot of pressure. Yeah, it was hell of a game. But you know what? Um, whoever I can talk to from the Patriots, you owe me money for my blood pressure just shooting through the roof. My God, I just aged ten years. All right, let's. Uh, that's gonna do it for football today. Um, and let's get into basketball. We had some playoff basketball. Brennan, tell us about it. Lakers won 105 to 103, being the Nuggets and taking game two of the series. Jokic had nine assists and 30 points, and Miri had 25 points. AD had 31, and LeBron had 26 with 11 rebounds. AD hit a three point buzzer beater to win the game. 
And not going to lie, it sucks because they're putting these games on during football on Sunday. Um, but it was an absolutely great game. The Nuggets are just a scrappy team, but I still think that the Lakers are going to do a gentleman's sweep. No matter how much they get into it, they're going to win 4-1 to one in this series. No, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, this, if they make this series 3-1, to one, they're screwed. Like, so they should give the Nuggets the next two games to make it 2-2 two to two, and then just win out. But the Nuggets thrive. When they get down 3-1, to one, they're like, all right, this is our series. We got it. We locked it up. So that's basically – that's the worst situation you can put yourself in if you're the Lakers. So they cannot they, – they need to give the Nuggets the next two games or just win the next two. I mean, that's a one-possession game tonight. You got to think that they're going to take at least one. Well, if 80 misses two. that, they, they win. The series is tied. Yeah, I mean, again, the uh, I'm very, very surprised with the way the Nuggets are playing. I didn't think they were going to beat the Clippers. I don't think they're going to beat the Lakers. But, again, you you never know. You never know. All right, let's uh, – a couple days ago – or not a couple days. Yeah, a couple days ago, we got NHL, um, NHL Stanley Cup Finals kicking off. Stars take this one, 4-1. to um, Fudobin make 35 saves, including 22 in the third period. So the Stars take a three-to-one lead. The under pushed, and I was my talking about blood pressure. My blood pressure was running because I told I told Coop to take the under because the under was just demolishing all the entire NHL playoffs, and they uh, they, uh, they really made it close for me. But they, it pushed, you know. So I didn't. I I wasn't too mad about it. I was freaking pissed. <laughs> Well, yeah. Like, why is this happening? Of course it pushes with an empty net. Of yeah, course it does. I said, you want to know something funny? I, was, I said to my dad, we were watching the game. It was, what, 3-1 at the time? I said with 12 minutes left in the third period, watch. This game's going to come down in the last four minutes, and they're going to pull the goalie, and I'm going to push. And it freaking happened. <laughs> and I, I shouldn't have said it, but it happened. Just be glad we didn't lose. Like, glad we didn't put two open notes in – or open notes, open nets in. But, like, man, the uh, – it's kind of like free throws in, in the NBA. When you get down to the end, it's like it could really screw up a spread or an over-under. Well, I have two eyewitnesses here as to Joe Welch saying, easy money, free money about yeah, this under. Joe, that was two times this week that you said free money and I didn't win any money. Well, uh, that one, you didn't lose any money. The other one, you got crushed. Yeah, that was my fault. But this one, technically, it was, it was free entertainment. I said free money, free entertainment, which would have been correct. But I think Lightning take game two. The under is, I'm not going to say I'm not gonna say free money because that's going to get me in trouble because it's not going to hit, and then I'm gonna, you're going to blame me again. But I like, I like the under. Uh, but, yeah, let's say it's going to go to seven games. That what, is guaranteed. What is the over-under right now? Do you know? Uh, probably at five again. I'm guessing. Like, why would they hammer move it? the under? Hammer I the hate, under. I hate free the, money. I hate the five number. Last last series, it was or it was in the uh, the stars series, the stars nights. It was always five and a half, and that was nice because I yeah, started dude, away with that's a couple what I'm saying. fives. But no, yeah, I I still think five's a good under bet. No, because like you can only get four goals, and it can't be two two because then you're gonna lose. And so it's got to be three one or two one. Or one zero. A lot of these games are these goalies are good, man. Dude, the score was one one going like with like ten minutes left in the first period, and I was like, "Are you kidding Dude, me?" Vasilevsky had a bad game, but he'll be fine. He'll be like he's been good all playoffs. He'll be fine. I believe you, Joe. You better not he'll, let he'll me recover. Down. All right, let's let's go to some golf. We had some good U.S. Open play. Kyle, give us give us the review. The Shambo pulls off a miracle. Ooh. Captures his first major. 
Boo. God, you hate to hear it. But the man <laughs> finished minus six at the open, which no one else was able to do. Uh, Wolf was in the lead. He struggled all day along with everyone else. I mean, he was just in the rough. It seemed like almost every shot. Almost well, he, every shot. On, on Saturday, Wolf was in the rough all day, but his second shots were like he was pulling off miracles. The fact that that man shot a 65 when he hit two out of 14 fairways, yeah. was that is, should not be possible. But today, Bryson deserved it. Unfortunately, I don't like saying it, but Bryson outplayed everyone in this tournament by a long shot. He cheated. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Test, test him for steroids. He may have cheated. You never know. True. He did win at fair and square, which sucks. Like, he was miles better than everyone else. He's the only one that finished under par in six strokes under par, to say the least. It's just I'm, – I'm glad they at least made it harder. Like, after the first day, seeing, like, what, 11 people being under par, I'm glad the groundskeepers are like, hey, you know what? Time to revamp it. Put the pin placements in, like, the middle left and – it was just screwing people over left and right. Yeah, I loved it. I love people. I love seeing people struggle. Uh, All right, Kyle, thanks for golf. Uh, we are going to go to the MLB review for the day, and we got a week left. So this is starting to get real important here, and it's getting real confusing. So listen up. So we have White Sox versus Reds. Reds 7-3 in this one. The Reds, you, you know what? I'm going to save all of the playoff talk until after I just give the game. So Reds are in the play, or playoff talk. Nationals v. Marlins, game one and two, they split. Uh, Miami is a game up on the Phillies for second place in that division. Royals v. Brewers, Brewers 5-3. to three. The Brewers are in the playoff talk as well. Blue Jays v. Phillies, Blue Jays 6-3. to three. Harper got hurt in this one in his day-to-day now. That could be very important in the stretch going forward. Um, the Phillies are in the playoff talk. Cardinals v. Pirates, Cardinals 2-1. to one. Flaherty with a big win in this one. Um, Cardinals in the playoff talk. Padres v. Mariners, Padres 7 to 4. Padres clinched their first playoff spot in 14 years. Giants v. A's, Giants 14 to 1. Giants are also in the playoff talk. And before we start talking playoffs, let me just get rid of the nobody cares because nothing changed games. Rays v. Orioles, Orioles 2 to 1. Angels v. Rangers, Rangers 7 to 2. Yankees v. Red Sox, Red Sox 10 to 2. Indians v. Tigers, Indians 7 to 4. Braves v. Mets, Braves 7 to 0. D-backs v. Astros, Astros 3-2, Rock, uh, Dodgers v. Rockies, Rockies 6-3, Twins v. Cubs, Twins 4-0. Okay, now let's talk some of these playoffs. It's all NL. The AL is basically wrapped up. Um, so the NL playoff picture. So you have the Phillies have the seven seed right now by .5 games over the Reds, who have the eight seed, but they have the same record. They're they have the same record as the Brewers and the Giants, but the Brewers and the Giants have played two less games than the Reds. So right now the Reds have the eight seed, but technically they're tied with the Brewers and the Giants. So there's four teams there between the, the Phillies, Reds, Brewers, and Giants that are all within a half game of each other fighting for two playoff spots. So that one is going to come down to the last game. And I am, it, this week's going to be crazy. Jesus. Yeah, I, uh, I think I, – uh, what do I want? Um, let's see. I want the Reds and the Brewers. I don't want the Phillies. I think it's funny how they sign huge contracts and don't win. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but the Reds, I like the Reds. And then I like the, the Reds. Brewers. I like Trevor Bauer. 
I mean, the yeah, Gi- actually, I don't. Mind, I wouldn't mind the Giants in there because they're they were expected to be horrible. That's pretty funny, and then they get in there. That's cool. I'm always a fan of those teams. Kyle, who who you think is going in? I'm thinking the Reds for sure, just because they've got the pitching. The Brewers, I want to say the Brewers just because they've been so good for the past couple years. And that division they play in is so good. You know, it's kind of hard to root against them. The Giants, I just don't see them making it. They just don't have the talent right now. And then the last team's the Phillies. I mean, I just hate the Phillies. (laughs) Yeah, everyone hates the Phillies. But the Dodgers, though? If if the Giants pull out the eighth seed, I feel like the Dodgers would least want to play the Giants or Dodgers fans, for example, because if the in a three game series anything can happen, if the Giants beat Dodgers, that's hell for the uh, Dodgers fans, like for the rest of eternity. So I'm hoping the Giants make it and just beat the Dodgers because that'd be hilarious. I don't care what team makes it. All I know is I want the Dodgers to lose in the first round. That's all yeah. that I want to happen. That would be absolutely awesome. Because I hate the Dodgers, man. Oh yeah, everyone does. I mean, All they're right. gonna they're gonna win game one with with Bueller on the mound because he's pumping one oh one after yeah, they, uh, however they, many starts he's had this year. I mean, his arm is probably not feeling the best, and the yeah, man's throwing a hundred and one. The uh, match you that, Kyle. Look, the Dodgers look really good. I'm gonna be honest; they don't look like they're gonna lose, but I hope they do. Me too, Kyle. The the guy for the White Sox who just brought up like what six months ago. Lefty pumping 101. Dude, that was crazy. Not even six months. He's drafted in June. Yeah, there's a better Skips walk for Skips the minors, comes in, and is throwing 101 from the left side. Absolute shedder. I want to see this get up there. I want to see this get in the playoffs. All right, that was baseball for the day. Let's get into our final thing, which is going to be preview for Monday Night Football. Saints at Raiders. Coop, give us uh, the spread. All right, so surprisingly or not, we got a big one this week. We got Saints Raiders. Saints are favored by five and a half. But here's the catch. Kyle and I are tied for the pick and points game at 10, at 10, 10 for 15 this week. Joe, you're in dead last with six. Yeah, I know. Brendan, you got seven. So basically, whoever gets this pick right between Kyle and I gets the first place or second place. So Kyle, why don't you go ahead and start us off? See, what's nice about this matchup is I'm not biased towards any team. So I'm going to make a logical decision going with the Saints. See, that's what I like to hear, Kyle. I don't care. I don't care. Vegas Raiders. Oh, that's not biased at all. That's not biased (laughs) whatsoever. Go Raiders. All right. So so here's – hold on, Kyle. Here's – Here's my situation. I'm in dead last, right? But I didn't know I was that close to Brendan. So I could technically pull off a tie for last, which will give me some extra points. So I will take whatever team Brendan doesn't pick. So I don't, I don't care who it is, and I'm rooting for that team. Brendan, go ahead. Who do you want? Wait, are you sure? Because I thought it was at seven points. Yeah, and I'm at you six are. points. Oh, boy. So I thought it was just, it was just a throwaway game. Um, I love Breeze. What am I talking about? Why am I even debating this? Saints minus five and a half. Joe, Man, you ready? I, I do not Joe, like you this. ready? I do not like this at all, but I will take the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. Oh, oh my gosh. Joe, Joe, you ready to hop on Raider Nation for one I day? I am part of Raider Nation tomorrow, baby. Oh, boy. Just look in the mirror and say that again. 
I don't want it, to. I don't want to ever do that. If you keep on saying it, just get the clown makeup and then just start applying. Hey, whoa, whoa, you know? whoa. Clowns. All right, come on, Brendan. I can't oh, wait. I can't wait to, for you to share last place with me tomorrow. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to be last place total, but I'll get I'll get going here soon. It's only a matter of time. All right, that's it for the Yard Talk podcast here on Monday, September 21st. We will be back in a couple days on Wednesday talking about all the playoffs, playoff hockey, playoff basketball. Coming up on playoff baseball, we're going to be talking golf. We have an, uh, some personal golf rather than the professional golf. I know you all want to hear about that, and Brendan's shooting about 130. It's going to be fun. And then uh, we will, of course, talk a little bit of football, but we look forward to having you, and uh, thanks for listening. See you, boys. Later, boys. Peace. Justin Herbert is here, baby. And he ain't fucking leaving.